You are now listening to Chat with Betty, the podcast, your number one spot for all things boss babes. From inspiration to wellness and some candid moments with Betty Golko, your host. Stay tuned and get ready to chat. episode seven of season two. I am so excited to introduce you to my dear friend, Wendy. Wendy Dean is a three times breast cancer survivor. She is the survivor storyteller. She has a podcast. She is a speaker and she is nailing it in life by resiliency, by her attitude, by her positivity. And she is just so damn sassy, my sassy Aussie friend. I am so excited for you to tune into this episode. Let's learn and grow together. Chat with Betty, the podcast, Wendy Dean. Welcome, Wendy, to Chat with Betty, the podcast. I am so happy to have you on today because you're my good friend and you have such an incredible story to share. And I cannot wait for you to just dive right in, get started, let us know a little bit about you, and we'll go from there. Excellent. Well, thank you, Betty, for having me on. I'm very excited. As you know, we've become quite close over the last month or so, and you are just adorable. And I'm happy to participate, and I'm looking forward to sharing my story, really, for the first time with you. So my story was I kicked cancer three times in four years. I'm now a survivor, a speaker, a patient activist, and the host of the Story Survivor Teller. So it's a podcast that I run to support other survivors and battlers and their supporters. So really just to help people any way I can by finding a platform and speaking, inspiring and educating. Incredible. So yeah, so you're amazing. You've been through so many different things and specifically with cancer. I mean, the story is unreal. It's like just when you thought it was getting good, it took a turn for the worse again and then again and again. And that's why I want to share that with people because really... This story is about where you're at now. So just give everyone a brief introduction into like what the heck went down and where you are now. Okay. So in 2015, I went and had a yearly mammogram screening and they found a lump in my right breast. That then led to surgeries in 2016. There was four. There was meant to be two, but of course I like to be different. So I had to have four. So long story short, I got an infection in hospital for a long time. Anyway, end of 2016, I was quite happy. I was 46. I had a new set of boobs. I was ready to get back into life. I was single. Let's mingle, right? Getting on with it. Definitely. Yeah. And then 2017 came along and that was honestly the most challenging year of my life. That was when... Two weeks before I went back to work, I felt underneath my armpit, again, on my right side, and I discovered that I had another lump there. So yes, this time though, I decided to experience everything, give everything a go. So I remember the first day I sat down for chemo, I said to the nurse, I said, love, darling, all I want (laughs) to get out of this is to be thin. And she said to me, oh, darling, she said, we're giving you steroids. You're going to blow up. I said, well, now what's the fucking point, right? (laughs) Right. Come on, make it, make it worth it. Come on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So needless to say, you can tell from my attitude from the start that I'm a warrior, not a victim. You know, you make your most of your life. Anyway, 
on we go. 2016, I end up with infections, all sorts of stuff. Got through chemo, got through radiation. End of that year, we thought, great, 17, done. Never going to happen again. I was wrong. So 2018, two weeks before I go back to my job as an executive assistant to a chief executive officer that I've done for 14 years. And I was sitting on the side of my couch and my daughter walked out of the bathroom mm. just as I stuck my hand underneath my right armpit. And I just knew instinctively. And she did too, because she looked at me and she just said, it's back, isn't it? Mm. And I said, yes. So my son came upstairs and we cried. Mm -hmm. And then we only give ourselves a five minute pity party because that doesn't help anybody. You don't stick your head in the sand. You don't fix problems. You can dream anything, but you've actually got to take action to make, you know, stuff happen. So that's what we did. And I had to undergo another 30 rounds of radiation. Anyway, you just wake up and get up and get on with it. And uh, so that left me the only real side effect that I've suffered is a condition called gastroparesis. Um, so I have to be very careful with what I eat. But funnily enough, I can drink champagne and have lots of oysters. Darn. I know. I know. <laughs> it seems that I can eat sashimi and, you know, all those sort of <laughs> things that I can't afford right now. But anyway. Whatever. Side, side, side. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yes, I quit my job once everything had just finished. I quit my job in April 2019. I then took six months off and ended up, funnily enough, working for the Translational Research Institute, where I learned so much about clinical trials and the importance of research and the advancements that have been made in technology. And it was, it's just fate. I'm a true believer in fate. And that brought me to, to there. I was there to learn. I was there to make connections in the medical community. I was there to learn, to understand that even though these amazing humans do amazing work, they're still humans. They still get up and go to the loo in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. It's what you do and how you conduct yourself. Respect is not just given, it's earned. Mm. So, you know, treat people as you want to be treated. And it's always got me through. And now through finding you and some great other connectors, I've found my confidence and I'm ready to take center stage and use my platform and help and inspire and educate and, you know, just get people through their journey any way they can or whatever word you want to call a journey pisses me off quite frankly, but because I, I want that to be a fucking trip to New York. I don't want it to be a, <laughs> ugh, an ordeal. Yes. But, um, you know, oh my at the end of the day, I got, I got through it and I'm stronger. My kids are stronger. They were seven and 14 when this started. They're now 13 and nearly 20. So like, I mean, you know, they've come a long way too. So team Dean is quite resilient and I am queen Dean. You are queen Dean, survivor, <laughs> storyteller, Wendy, my dear friend. Okay. This is not only like just a story of someone who's preaching these things. She has actually been through them not once, not twice, but three times, plus plenty of other things that we haven't even tapped into today. And really what I want to emphasize to me that is so special and beautiful about you, Wendy, is this concept that you allow yourself to feel your feelings, but don't let it take over and control. And that is so, so important. Not only do you not let it take control, but you grow from it and you say, okay, 
I've had my moment. That was so freaking hard. Now let's think about how we can progress and not just progress like a little bit. I mean, you level it up each and every time. And that just showcases one, your natural instinct, your heart, your, your essence, your soul. And here you are now. I mean, I don't know you for that long, but I can only imagine that you are probably shining brighter than you have ever before. And to me, it's so ironic when we think of horrible things going on in our lives. But really, the reality is, is when you have this mindset and when you work on that mindset, you are able to conquer the world with that space that was so challenging for you. And I'm so grateful that you have been able to share that because this is where it's at. This is where the glow up happens. And Wendy, it's amazing. Thank you so much. I love you. You have changed my life and you're my little New Yorker that I just, I just love. I love. And I cannot wait for COVID to end so I can actually leave the country or even better, you probably come here, have a bit of a holiday. That would be, yes. Just a little a bit. A little bit. Just, just a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, Wendy, I can't believe it. So I want to know something about you. Like, okay, you haven't, you told me a lot, but I want to know how can you advise someone who is going through something now and she is just like, or he is like, I cannot deal with this. I don't know how to just move past it. Is there one thing that you would say to that person if they were listening now? Yes, I would. I'd say, see a psychologist, find that person, find that person, that outside person that gets you. And it took me a a long time to find mine, but I did find mine and it was eight years ago. And she's obviously not directly responsible because I know that I have done the work, but without her holding my back and push and knowing that I was doing the right thing and growing and eliminating toxic relationships in my life. But yeah, the one tip, find your person, find your psychologist that can give you that outside point of view, your mindset. Once that changes, it changes your life. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is, that's really important because you know what? A lot of times I talk about that topic and unfortunately still today in many circles, it is so taboo. Mm. People feel such uh, shame about this concept of speaking to someone that's on a higher, you know, educational level or whatnot, because it's looked down upon like, oh, something must be wrong with you. And it's funny because really it's just almost like talking to a good friend. And I don't think anyone has a taboo about that. So you know what, if you really are true within yourself and you're honest and you know that you want to be your best self and that's what you need to do, then let's do it. Let's make it happen. And don't allow someone else's viewpoints and their old theories about this, uh, you know, stigma against it, hold you back. And I I wish it was talked about more and I've spoken about it. And I really thank you for saying that out of all the things you could have said, because yes, it is so important for any and everyone, no matter what level or or quote unquote issue you have, there is always room to grow. And it is so important to get a non-biased, healthy person's feedback. We are a lot of times stuck in our own thoughts, stuck in our own memories or views, and it's can be challenging to see things clearly. So I advocate for that. And yes, Mm. I'm a big mental health advocate. Uh, I just think mental health is that stigma has to go it has to go because mental health 
that's all you can do. When you have cancer, the doctors and all urologists and surgeons and whatever, they take care of the rest of you. All you can do in anything, not just cancer, any sort of life trauma, is look after your head because that is what is going to get you through your mindset, you know, own your shit, recognize you've got failings, learn, grow. But you know, there's some people that they don't want to, they want to go down that victim path. Well, let them go down that victim path and let them stay out of your energy. Okay. Just keep focus on future and just, you know, imagine the best, but also work your ass off to get it. Wow. So it's really not just one thing. You got to have it both. So it's skill assets, right? And mindsets. Interesting. Mm, I know. I'm really smart. All right. Hi, I'm like taking notes <laughs> over here, girlfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh, Wendy. So what do you think was one of the main things that really kept you together? Obviously, we shared a few things in terms of our own being, but was there anything else, you know, outside of you that kept you going throughout all these challenges with cancer? Absolutely. I, there was a couple of things. I had great financial support during that time. I was fortunate enough to have a girlfriend who um, just stepped in and really took care of that for me. And being a single mum with two kids, that was an immense pressure that was taken off me. There was also um, very important to have a good support crew around you. Both my kids' schools stepped in and did rosters for food all that sort of stuff. We have a great breast cancer foundation over here. There's a, a charity called Mummy's Wish and they provide a cleaning for me once a week. I mean, there's a lot of support out there. I don't know, unfortunately, the American system, but in Australia, yeah, and I imagine it's the same over there. It's community and um, that support and obviously my children's faces. That's what's really kept me going. So it's really important to be able to have the courage to ask for help and seek out those people who can be your team, your support system, because let's be honest, not one of us can do it alone. Yes, it has to come from within. Yes, we have to be the ones to use our two feet and hands to take that step. But without the support, the right support, the love, the assistance of others, I mean, come on, we got to be a team here, right? I agree. And that was quite hard for me. I was always, I've always been very independent. And for me to actually acknowledge that I needed help was a big step for me and very humbling from the support that I received back because, you know, I just go around making people laugh. That's my thing. It's just my humor. So this is, yeah, it was very hard to be on the other side of that. So yeah, but I wouldn't have made it through without them. It's so, so interesting to hear because, wow. I feel like there's so much that you learned from that experience and still are because, you know, it, it's humbling, like you said, and it's knowing that your ego is perhaps the biggest place that can prevent you from gaining and learning. And, you know, I'm sure that was challenging because I, I can relate, you know, I'm super independent also. And I'm like, don't ask for help, just figure it out on your own. But when you ask for help, you know, First of all, it alleviates so much anxiety that you have to carry on by doing it alone. And that's so silly because, you know, you can't fully be present when you have all these other things blocking you. And if you can ask for help and eliminate that, then you're going to ride it much smoother. So no shame. No, you know, the only thing I would add that if, you know, people are going to help, the intention has to be good, you know, because you don't want to. I never like to feel like I owe anybody 
do you know anything if if people are going to help I'd like it to come from a pure place and a good intention that's one of the main things too don't just offer help to someone to be a martyr think of the patient really think of the other person that you're able to help out and realize contribution you are making but you know make it with good intent wow yeah I mean it's unfortunate for people to do that because it almost, you know, backtracks the good. And that goes both ways, of course, and accepting it with good intentions too, right? That's right. There's a thought to be said about that. Yeah. Yeah. Life is a complicated place. So, but like I said at the start, I'm always learning and keeping the right people around me, you know, and as I'm growing older, that's, that's changing. You know, people go in different directions. Your relationships change. Some people come into your life for what they're meant to come into your life for, you know, and then they move on to a different part. Like I said, I believe just in one of our private conversations, I said to you, like, I'm divorced now. Oh God, I can actually print it out. I forgot to do it yesterday. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Christopher. I do just, yeah, he's Bronnie's problem now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You love Uh, him from afar. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's just so interesting how life has an funny way of going about things. Nevertheless, with what I see throughout your journey, and I know we can use that word and use different words, but your experiences, I guess we can say, you have really showcased such positivity that is really beautiful and unique. Because unfortunately, many people have gone through horrible situations. And with your story, not once, not twice, three times, and many other things that have taken place, you're still here and you're showing up and you're growing and learning and laughing. And that's something for anyone in any time, in any moment to take into consideration because we can have those moments, but we can go in any direction, right? We can wallow and sorrow and be in our own head about it. Or we could stop and say, you know what, let me grow from this and laugh Mm. and bring others laughter. That's all I like to do. Like, I mean, honestly, just making me laugh is the best thing you know creativity it just feeds my soul you know and music has always got me through so you find what feeds your soul and you go with that but oh it's just been an amazing journey and I cannot wait like let's face it the last 50 years pretty crap so I'm expecting the next 50 years because let me tell you I will live that long now it's going to be awesome and I know from making all these new connections it's You guys just enhance my life. The most of you are younger and you just, your energy and your enthusiasm feeds me. Like some of my friends are fucking retiring and I'm like, what? How did I get to be 50? Where did this happen? Because I am so not 50. Literally, you're still 30. Okay. 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 I'll have my, I'll have my birth certificate amended. Okay. Fabulous. Bring it with you. (laughs) Cannot wait. Oh my gosh, guys, Wendy, the survivor storyteller and man, is she a survivor and is she a storyteller? <laughs> she has a podcast. She's a speaker. She's doing amazing things. She's all up on here trying to change the world for the better, sharing her story, but not only just sharing her story, she's showing you triumph and the ability to be resilient because let's face it. I mean, I don't know. It's it's really heartbreaking to hear the things that you had to go through. And I know you literally didn't even share like any of it. (laughs) So I can only imagine all the other components to it that are just 
still to this day sensitive and I want to respect that. And, and I just want you to know that all, all laughing aside, I really truly value you and your moments and appreciate you opening up about it because it's not about me. It's about the others. And I want everyone to be listening and understand the depth intensity of real people who have their stories and take from it that we can not only handle what we have, we are meant to handle what we have to grow, to glow up. And that is such a challenging thing to think about in the moment. And I know it sucks because trust me, even earlier, I was complaining and having a moment about a silly thing. But at the end of the day, as long as we are a work in progress, and that's what I am and everyone is, I think that, you know, the world is your oyster, you know, like you can handle and do whatever you got to do because you are a growing person. And again, the support and the love and the encouragement is what each and everyone needs and just a chance and an opportunity. So I'm here for it, girl. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you. That is my pleasure. You can know you can call me from the other side of the world anytime because now I'm living your hours and it's great. And I'm just so happy that I've got this opportunity to find my platform, find my voice. And really, you know, I just assumed everyone was an oversharer like me. I did not know that, you know, other people, you know, were different. So it's, it's opened my eyes up as well to inspire me even more, quite frankly which is probably a problem to everybody because it'll probably mean I'll talk more. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I've had people just tell me now that, you know, I will be able to help people and that reinforcement and that encouragement that what I'm doing is worth it, it just speaks to my heart. And again, I just want to say thank you. I love you. I can't wait for us to continue our friendship for the next 50 years and just watching you continue to glow everyone up. You're so cute. Thank you, Wendy. One question for you, though, before we close up is, are you ready? Of course. Let's do it, girl. Yeah. What does confidence mean to you? Being brave, standing up for what you believe in and putting one foot in front of the other, not sitting down and wallowing. Have that tenacity. Find that mindset. Get up. Wake up get up. If you don't wake up, then obviously you're not going to get up. But in the meantime, wake up, yes. get up. Wake up, get up. Love it. Be brave. Wake up and get up. Confidence from Wendy Dean, the survivor storyteller. Check her out on all her amazing platforms. And guys, you do not want to miss it. Trust me. Thank you, Miss Betty. Thank you. And I'll chat with you offline. Bye. Bye from Australia. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today on Chat with Betty, the podcast. I am your host, Betty, your glow up bestie. And I am just so grateful that you took the time out to listen to me and our guests. They are all incredible, sharing such valuable inspiration, tips and techniques on how to be our best self. Please remember to subscribe, follow and share your review. Cannot wait to see you next time. Bye.